fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm well, thanks. It's been a long time since we've done this. I know. Do you remember how to do it still? I do. Okay. I do. It's like riding a bicycle, right? Uh-huh. Okay. This is episode 32. Mm-hmm. November 2nd. It's almost daylight savings. We're and about to break physics and gain an hour in our time. Are. That's amazing. We get to sleep a little bit longer, maybe. You know what? This is the dumbest... <laughs> I would rather it just never change than have to suck at life in then the summertime when I lose my... Arizona. Do they not do it there? Nope. How do we get that on the ballot? I th- See, think and uh, I don't know. If there was stuff like that <laughs> on the ballot, I would totally be motivated to go vote. <laughs> I definitely would. Would you like to... It, we would call it prop something... <laughs> Say no to daylight saving time. We're not saving time. We could come up with so many clever boards, pro- protest boards, about, like, saving time. Oh, my God. That would be a movement in itself. No more falling back or going forward. That's right. Leave our time where it is. <laughs> I'm sick of springing forward. So, yeah, episode 32, the Tuesday night episode of The Hot Box. Welcome. It is an it's epic day. It's election day. day. It is a historical day it is. today. And so, we will find out much later tonight how that went in California. <laughs> right. You can probably go to hotboxpodcast.com and click on the news link there and like watch it in that feed as it happens. Mm-hmm. Live as it happens. Yeah, because their polls close at 11 p.m. their time. Right. Not midnight well, our time. Their polls are in like 7-Elevens and shit. And those yeah. things like never close, so. In the ghetto. In the ghetto. <laughs> Did you see on Bill Bill Maher's show, everyone was talking about this. I figured we would bring it up. Uh-huh. Um, that, that gentleman, Miss, Mr. Galifianakis. Is that Ga- how you pronounce it? Galifianakis. Galifianakis. Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Uh, that's a good honest try, so I don't think it matters after that. All right. So he uh, <laughs> apparently like got on, on the show, on Bill Maher's show there, and like lit up a joint. And was everyone was like, oh, my God. And everyone was laughing like, oh, he's so crazy. Zach Galifianakis. You're so crazy, Zach. And then it comes out that... Bill Maher went on Wolf Blitzer's show and was like, he says, quote, if it was a real joint, Wolf, I would have smoked it. I'm Bill, I'm Bill fucking Maher. I don't yeah. F around. He tried to pass me that. I smelled it. It smelled like cloves. Zach's crazy. He's not that crazy. Do you think by saying Zach's crazy, but he's not that crazy, is he referring to... He's crazy, but he wouldn't smoke a real joint on stage because right. he knows what would happen, or that he's crazy and he likes smoking cloves. Right. And it, thought no, that cloves I, were pot. Is he I that think, crazy? He thought cloves were pot. No, I think he probably meant the first thing, where he wouldn't light up a real because joint Because of on legal set. percussions. 
Well, it's not just legal repercussions and stuff. It's the fact that then you have to deal with all the media frenzy, like he already did deal with. Was but, there a lot? Because I'm reading this off of Perez Hilton's website. I'm no, sorry to actually, say. actually, I did for a couple of days see stories online on like MSN and CNN. I posted it on Facebook just when how, it first came out. But. Yeah, but I saw stories on those news things for at least a couple of days. Oh, was it like in the main? lit up a joint on TV. Oh, wow. And it was supposed to be this big deal, but then it went away right away. Right. So, and so yeah, I mean, it must have been that it wasn't real. So if it's not a real joint, then the chick that was on the show that smelled it and was like, uh, it's real is a freaking liar. Thank pretty you for lying close. to us. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And Bill was there like, yeah, nah. It smells like, Zach, what are you doing? This smells like cloves. Get that out of here. It's disgusting. That's gross. So, pretty interesting. I'm really I'm really excited to see what happens. Do you think it's going to pass? Is it going to pass? We've I, had stories on both sides. I think it will. I hope it will. But I I don't know. It's so hard to say because it's... Oh, honestly... Politics how- is annoying and okay, gives me a headache. Do you know what I'm scared of? So I choose not to participate. This is what I'm scared of. Do you remember that episode of The Simpsons... Where Homer got um, attacked by birds and was prescribed marijuana to deal I with the wounds. Don't believe I do. Okay. I there. wasn't a big Simpsons fan. Oh, though, so. I was. So there's an episode of The Simpsons where he gets prescribed marijuana and he actually uses it, Thank right? You. And. The the thing I'm scared of is at the end of the show, he becomes this big activist where he's trying to get it legal and all this stuff, right? And they all end up getting high and, and partying and missing the election. <laughs> I could see that happen. And then it doesn't happen. So I'm a little worried about that. I'm not saying Well, what about that- all the potheads that are not voting for it? Because they're growers and they want to keep it illegal because well, it keeps it. Well, that's the other side of it too. Yeah. So I think it'll even out itself. So it's it'll be close. It's close, right? It's gonna probably be close. But a lot of the polls that we've seen online have shown legalization. But granted, those are people who didn't have to actually like leave their home and go register and. Can you like, vote online? No. See, I would probably do that if if they allowed you can't it has to be a controlled situation like you have to be like in a little space where nobody else is around you and then you punch your little card or you make your little marks where you're gonna vote and then you hand it to someone and then they you know make it known that you voted they congratulate you and and you get a little sticker that says i voted and Hmm. you walk away feeling like hopefully maybe Maybe they won't lose it. Maybe. <laughs> they probably will. Maybe she really did put it in the box. <laughs> so we've, we have a story about, about the polls here. Um, with less than two hours before they close. Is it about two hours? Our time, sure. Our time, yes. Uh, t- Times readers are speaking out about Prop 19. The vast majority of those who send us comments and tweet favor legalizing marijuana. I'm so glad Twitter is a real thing in our, in our day and age. I'm so glad that you can go vote and then you can go tweet your vote and like tweet how you voted and be like, tell me I'm wrong. Bring it on. And then we'll talk about your religion. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really, 
That, that makes me smile. <laughs> that you can tweet your votes. Uh, so and the the polls that this this paper here online here says that they show that Prop 19 is trailing. But there were some people who made passionate cases against Prop 19, and here's a sampling of both pro and con. The con ones, I have to say, are much more entertaining to read than the yes. pro ones. The pro ones are like, okay, you're preaching the choir. I get it. Like, yeah, we've been, Good job. we've all been saying that for years. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, one says, here's another point of view. This wasn't a tweet. This is way more than 140. Okay. Here's another point of view, dot, dot, dot. I'm a 36-year-old mother to an 11-year-old boy. Mm. Yay. Those are good odds. Uh, our home is a drug-free home. My husband and I don't drink or smoke, and our air is clean. Perfect for raising a healthy child. Your husband is miserable. <laughs> I'm against any substance, no matter what it is. We don't even allow caffeine in the house. Or salt. Right now, we step outside our home and can only handle it for so long. Oh, they're bubbles. They're LDS. They're, oh, yeah, huh? I uh, bet. I bet. You would have more kids, though, if that were the case. Not if she couldn't. Ah, ah barren, a barren wasteland. LDS woman. <laughs> oh, that's, that sucks. It's getting, yeah. You're, see? you're supposed to do the one thing that, and you can't even do it. And it's not even your fault, but you can't. And you know God's punishing you somehow because God is a vengeful God. God is an awesome God, but God is also vengeful. And uh, the neighbors pointed out that we are completely nuts, uh, that when it's legal, they no longer have to hide. Our air quality will be the worst it's been. We <laughs> Really? Our, our smog factor is going to go up because pot's legal. I, I, what? Really? Ever. If anything, what? it's going to go down because more people are going to get blazed and just be like, you know, I was totally going to go burn like 50 miles in my car just for the hell of it. I'm just going to chill now. Well, then what do they think we're exhaling when we exhale? (laughs) Do they think we're same shit plants eat, dude? It's cool just because there's pot smoke in it. It's still carbon dioxide. Uh, Yeah, I mean, these people don't believe in science, though. Do do they not know that it's actually a good thing to go burn with your plants because, like, (laughs) it helps them? Our air quality will be the worst it's been. Good job. It's going to be the apocalypse. I hope you're not homeschooling your child. We own our home. Most of them are renters. Oh, silly second-class citizen renters. Uh, Living on a disability for their, quote, ailments. They're not very compassionate either. Uh, Taxpayer money right down the tubes. Potheads think that when they smoke, it only affects them, but it affects everyone around or near them. When I smoke, does it affect you, Matt? Uh, only if I get to smoke, too. Okay. But that's like a positive well, thing. yeah. See. Somebody should point this Miss Drug-Free Home, as she signed her e-letter, uh, to that study that just came out about the effects of drugs in it as a whole or to the individual and to mm-hmm. society. Uh, the ones that showed marijuana was actually the least destructive. Meanwhile, alcohol, alcohol. was actually the most destructive. Yeah. We, we would, you could do heroin and do less damage to society and to, to yourself. Oh, and than cocaine. Ooh, and cocaine. cocaine. Please, my other co-host doesn't ever let me forget. And cocaine. Yes, honey, I know. And cocaine. Go back to your room. <laughs> um, another one here says, if you have to smoke... Hold on. If you have to smoke pot in order to relax, 
then what a sad life it is that you live if you cannot find other better ways to chill out. That's one of those get high on life people. I put on a little gospel music and me, I get high with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You evil pot smokers. I go hiking. Yeah, right. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you have functioning knees. Yeah, some of us have organs. to go to work and earn money and... Well, or just that they're able people that can, like, handle going up a mountain without being in pain. I know quite a few people who can't do that. Yeah, that's true. But those people are just leeching off of disability and blah, blah, Renting blah. houses near and making, who buy them. making my air quality the worst it's been in 20 years. Do you remember the Malibu fires every year since we've moved here? If this happens, it's going to be worse. They can't even go in their yard. No, we don't even leave our house. We go to Costco once a month and stock up. Bars on the windows, all because rubber of gloves brokers. on, rubber Jesus gloves on, oh silly goodness. Jesus underwear on, ready to rock. Uh, if it, here's one, uh, this one says, it's about time we learned from the twenties that prohibition does not work and to think that it is the best option now is absurd, absurd, absurd government regulation of what are now illegal drugs gives us more protection against the harms of these drugs than by creating an enormous black market in which violence is the judicial system. Legalize marijuana, help our country become a forerunner for logic and safety. Well, thank you. And then <laughs> Hezekiah writes in, of course he does, from his from his Amish blue What are you using, Hezekiah? How are you on the <laughs> internet? How did Hezekiah get the internet? Hold on. Marijuana is the devil's weed because it leads to addiction and health risks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, I have to eat my Kentucky Fried Chicken for dinner while I drink my Budweiser and smoke some Marlboros. I can't get enough of this stuff. <laughs> Hold on. Is that for real? Hezekiah. That's awesome. I have to go shove these four double downs down my fucking throat and smoke this pack of Marbs and drink this Bud, this 40 of OE, this brass monkey I've got. Gotta take these pain pills, but I gotta wash them down with some McCormick's vodka. Food stamps. My EBT card. I know oh, a guy. I, oh, that, that reminds me just really quickly. I oh, was please. reading a story today that in California, they're actually, um, Governor Schwarzenegger actually signed a law that now makes it to where people can't use their welfare cards to pay for psychics or marijuana. Wait, psychics? I'm down with. Marijuana, why not? Because, you know, it's marijuana. Ah! <coughs> but I just wanted to interject that <laughs> That's while pretty you were awesome. talking about food stamps really quickly <coughs> and the dejected and downtrodden. <coughs> Ed Bland says, I have a medical card and I don't care. I don't, I don't know what that's in reference to, but right on. <coughs> Is your air quality better or worse in your home because you've gotten your card our air quality in here is just terrible i can't barely see uh next person says i voted for it but i think it will fail by a sizable margin many young people just don't vote uh amen while older people are usually quite enthused to go vote maybe next time but for now i will have to rely on my medical marijuana uh, banged, my, banged out my last post. 
so quickly that I forgot to mention another wonderful benefit of legalizing marijuana, please. Whatever. He took another rip and then yeah. was like, oh, oh wait. yeah. And this. Thank you, AVG. Don't ever, don't ever pop up a message again, ever. Uh, police resources will be freed up to go after hard drugs like crack cocaine, methamphetamine. Uh, these are the drugs that put young kids on the streets and ruin lives. And bad parenting. Usually, though, if kids are doing meth, it was because they were on the streets. They didn't, like, do meth and then end up on the streets. Like, they were on the streets and they were like, oh, what's this? It's meth. I'm gonna do this. So... Meth is a gateway drug to awesome cleaning parties. Apparently prostitution as well. And prostitution. I used to have a sister. Now I just have a little whore. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Thank you, Montana Billboard. Those are so horrible. I'm so <laughs> proud when people like come visit. I'm like, oh, and look at this. Our latest in the fight against the war on drugs. What are we calling it still? Is it the war? Is it still a war? I love explaining that to my four-year-old daughter, who's very inquisitive right, right so now. So it's like a war, but it's on this symbolic icon of... It's not like against any people. It's against a thing. It's a war on nouns. Yes. It's against this thing, this plant. Yes. It's a war on botany. Botanists everywhere. Beware. Uh, next person says, Void yes on 19. Prohibition did not slash does not work. I need my lungs, and I hope the 18 bucks will actually go to the parks. I have no idea what that's in reference Alrighty. to. Alrighty. Did they have another, like, clean air? I don't clean know. Clean park? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It could go either way, I guess. Yeah. So. Um, s- speaking of voting. Hey. What? Speaking of voting, how have you been, personally? Speaking of voting. Is your are you cool? Is everything yeah. cool? Yeah. Are we gonna do shows Tuesdays and Saturdays yes. or just Tuesdays? We're gonna do shows on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Okay. Is everything's cool though? Yes. Okay. I'm chill. No, I just I just okay. Nick got his stint out. It's been a while since we've talked to everybody. I just wanted I to. I know. I know. Address it, it was that. a little, you know, and you know, I did get, <laughs> I did get a part time job to kind of help, you know, cover stuff. Right. And so that's kind of been a very annoying interesting oh interesting hmm. uh, annoying as well right you know but i gotta do what i gotta do so okay because yeah. we can do it one day a week if you know you need to catch your breath or whatever do you want to do it one no day i'm in it to win it i'm down like, for the cause dude oh, i'm in it oh i'm cool so oh, we cool. are you okay uh-huh okay uh-huh tuesdays and saturdays yeah <laughs> um Okay, so as Voting. I was saying, how did you early- vote today? <laughs> I voted the way <laughs> I wanted White people to. don't talk about that. I forgot. What? I said white people don't talk about that. I forgot. Well, no, I just I know that there are certain people who feel strongly about certain things. So you didn't tweet your vote then? No. Okay. <laughs> tweet your vote. I consider it something somewhat private. Like, okay. No, you you're know. white. It's cool. I'm white, too. And if I voted, I probably wouldn't tell anybody I about I can tell either. you this, though. It's I, like you're ashamed of it almost, vote right? I Republican nine times out of ten, if that gives you any idea. Hmm. Is it because you guys are ashamed of what your 
helping to further? No, it's just I don't it's enjoy It's just a private... Conflict. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, that, that's cool. I don't like having to... I, I just prefer situations where I can talk to people about like, well, this is how I feel, and then someone can say, well, this is how I feel, and we're cool... I end up getting into a lot of situations. No, you where have I to say, feel how I feel now. This is how I feel, and then somebody feels <laughs> like they have to get defensive right, and right. make their feelings known, of and then course. I have to get defensive and make my feelings known, of and then course. it's a really, really bad Escalation. episode of Sesame Street, and I don't want to go there. That's cool. I can um, respect that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's just my own personal thing, though. That's cool. But I, you know, I don't consider myself Republican at all. I mean, there have been some Are you Republican tea party? people. Tea party? I consider myself other. Other? <laughs> Miscellaneous? Yeah. Right on. I... Humanist, naturalist? I just kind of vote wherever I think is going to be best to vote. And I don't really... I don't consider myself anything, I guess. Because it's too hard to consider myself anything because I don't really agree with either side. Right. <laughs> That's I, interesting. I'm in though. the middle. Right. <laughs> but any hoodle. So you cannot care about either side but still go out and vote, whereas I don't care about either side, so I'll just not at all. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody has their own way of handling right. it. Because I just look at, like, I, I wasn't. I didn't care about anything either way. Like, it, I could care less which way it goes, so Well, and I mean, I, I haven't always voted because there have been years where I've just been if like, If Prop no 19 way, was dropping here in Montana, I would have went and voted. There was a certain president who got elected and then re-elected and that really, really harshed my... my <laughs> right. Like, I I didn't care for a while because I was like, how could this happen? It's good. The world is ending in four years anyway, so yeah, I'm cool. Thanks. So yeah, I just I kind of got burned out after that for a, a while because I was like, how could how is it possible that we ever, everybody can vote one way, and then it get announced that somebody else won, and then all of a sudden he's the winner, <laughs> right? That's weird. It irks me. I don't even think I'm registered to vote. I am. Well, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So. But anyways, so earlier when I put together the wave, I had a story in there about how South Dakota was getting ready to vote on legalizing medical marijuana. All right. And through the power of the internet, we actually have the outcome of that. And I have to say, (laughs) South Dakota kind of disappointed in you yeah you could have been number 15 south dakota what the f and then north dakota obviously by you know proxy would have been like oh well we better you know do that too wait have they done that yet is north Uh, dakota one i don't think they are are. okay i'll go with that i agree i concur so yeah, they could have uh, become the fifteenth state. What what did your article have to say about it? I'm kind of curious. Like now that we have the foresight of how it ended up, like well, okay, hit me with it. So South Dakota could become the fifteenth state to legalize medical marijuana on Tuesday if voters agree with supporters that it's an issue of compassion. 
obviously that didn't happen. Right. They kind of <laughs> pull on those heartstrings a little bit. Yeah. And that's the only way you can combat decades of lies and, you know, kind of brainwashing. Well, not let's not use that phrase. Not brain. Maybe... Uh, coercion coercing you leading you into one way of thinking mm-hmm. you know so you have to you have to come out with something really powerful and like nothing's more powerful than like poor pictures of dying people obviously well yeah i mean and it works which it, is cool for yeah us but well look at sally struthers right People compassion. still know her name pull because on those, of... We don't yeah. have heartstrings so that you can pull them. Like You have to pull them. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Um. So a similar effort to allow patients suffering from a debilitating medical condition, legal access to pot, failed four years ago, receiving 48% of the vote. So did, close. Did the story say what percentage it failed by? Uh, Maybe. <sighs> It doesn't. Huh? It doesn't look like it does. It looks like it I'm just looking says, in the one I have that says which way it went. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. Oh, right. So they didn't <laughs> do it, right? Yeah, but it doesn't say how it failed, though. So apparently four years ago, it failed by 48%. Or it only received 48%. Supporters of initiated... initiated Measure 13, say those dealing with the pain and muscle spasms of multiple sclerosis or the nausea of cancer chemotherapy treatments should have access to something that could help them. Opponents argue that proposed law would lead to increased use of pot by those with no medical need. Because How? it's so easy to fake multiple sclerosis and cancer. Right. The only way that it's so out of hand is that it's, it's stated that any kind of random pain... You can get your card. If you say you can only have it if you have MS or, you know, one of the other diseases like that, it's not going to get out of control. You can't fake that stuff very well, yeah. I don't think. Well, and that's it one would reason, be... I think, why Montana was proposing to remove chronic pain from their list of medical conditions because it's so broad. Right. So, hey... Do you know where my card is? No. I don't. Okay, because I don't either. I haven't seen it. I'll give you a number to call. Yet. I'll give you a number to call. Is there a number? I haven't seen it yet either. Does, There's a number. Huh. I was just not even going to worry about it, but... Oh, well, it's up to you. Well. If you want the number, I can give you the number. Okay. Okay. But any hoodle. Um... South Dakota's proposal is much more restrictive than laws in other states that have legalized marijuana for medical uses. It bans storefront dispensaries and instead requires patients or their designated caregivers to cultivate and handle the marijuana. A caregiver would be limited to growing for no more than five patients. So it's kind of... Right. They want to keep it small and maybe not turn it into like a full-fledged industry. They want to just have it have it real real small and contained. Right. <coughs> um the How can you still be afraid of that though? Like clearly it's not small and contained here in California, in Oregon, in Washington. Yet everything is still totally cool. Like there's no problems. 
So how can you logically still deny that, even at the extreme end of for MS and cancer patients only? Like, how can you even deny that at that level when everything is cool? It's mm-hmm. all cool, dude. You are, you guys are just not cool, and that's problem. So. Yeah. Um... See, there the law they were proposing is actually a really similar to Montana's. Like you would be issued a card for a year, the health department would issue you the card. They would have to have a doctor, um the patient with designated caregiver and they wouldn't be able to be arrested or prosecuted for having up to an ounce of pot. Right. So I mean it's really similar to Montana's law. They get six plants. They have to be kept in a locked place. And it states that no more than one patient or caregiver could grow marijuana on the same property. Really? That totally takes away co-ops also. Unless the property is the primary residence for each of the cardholders. Right. And I mean, you can do it that way. I mean, doing that's better than not having it at all. Right. That's just... Like, why are you being so strict about it? Right. But they didn't pass it, so... Right, so it doesn't even matter. Better luck next time, uh, North Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota, thank you. Hey, maybe North Dakota can learn from their mistake. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. They did, you know, split away from them, so... Yeah. We don't just have Dakota. We have two of them. We have two. Um, Do you want to talk about... Smoking pot in front of children? Sure. Or did you? Okay. Uh, In Provo, that's what, Utah? Provo? Yes. Okay. Uh, A man was arrested. Right. sorry. Do they have have medical marijuana there? Mm, Utah? I don't know. Google that. Hey, listeners, Google that. Uh, So, yeah, he was arrested on Monday for allegedly smoking marijuana in the presence of a two-year-old child. Uh, The two-year-old called the cops because he wouldn't share. According to a police affidavit, officers were called to an apartment. They are not? No. Okay, so that's why this is maybe a little worse, I guess. Like, not really, but I guess. Uh, Yeah, they, they got a report of a citizen smelling marijuana coming from an apartment. Calvin Ray Cobb opened the door and cops uh, smelled the weed and obtained a search warrant. He told the officers where they could find the pot here and the paraphernalia. I mean, clearly it's all over my bookshelf and in those jars <laughs> in the bookshelf. I mean, you've, you've seen them. There you go. Uh, it was reportedly located in all of the rooms of the apartment. Oh, so it's kind of spread about. Right. Through, uh, I mean, this is, you know, my roommate's room. This is his paraphernalia. This is the grow room. Obviously, that's my This paraphernalia. is the kitchen pipe. This right. Is the bathroom pipe. In the fridge, the, the knife hit thing frozen in the fridge. You could easily have paraphernalia strewn about your whole living area. I, I could totally see how that happens. Maybe a, a pipe in the bathroom, steamroll, you know, yeah. something in the shower stuck to the wall maybe with a... A little dome on, you know, something like that. Vaporizer tube right. next to the bed. We found it in all of your ha- all of Everywhere. your rooms. Everywhere. Everywhere. 
Uh, officers also reportedly found marijuana in his uh, room and a large knife by his bed. Ooh. Which he is prohibited from having because he's a convicted felon. Good job. A two-year-old was reportedly in the home in the same room where the marijuana was being smoked and was breathing marijuana smoke, according to the affidavit. Cobb was arrested on charges of possession of marijuana, possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of a dangerous weapon, and endangerment of a child. Now... Because it's not a medical marijuana state, that means whenever you smoke pot in a state like that, it's really bad for you, right? That's why they don't have it, because it's really bad and it does bad stuff. There's something about states that have medical laws that make it not bad, right? Right, apparently. So, whereas here, if you were to smoke pot in front of a two-year-old, I guess if you're a felon, either way... You're probably in some shit, right? Right. Well, I can mean, you get your card and... if you're a felon? Yeah, you can. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, then you could. But the thing is that you're not supposed to smoke in front of your kids like that. Either way? Right. Because they're saying, like, the kid but... was breathing in the smoke, like they were yeah. hotboxing the house yeah. or whatever, and he see, was. Social services <coughs> considers that child abuse. I would, well, see, before that, they're considering it abuse just at the fact that he was, that this happened. I would wait and look at the child and, you know, is the child impaired? Is it just, is he still being a child? Then, you know, if there was no. No, like, a noticeable change, then maybe it's not well, abuse, they right? they prescribe it to children. Right. But... Because it's only bad if it, like, hurts the kid. Like, if it didn't hurt pers- the kid, he wasn't crying, was he? Well, Was the no, kid screaming? And, but because well, of the laws, they still consider it child. Well, right, because it's Utah and... Nobody well, in their everywhere. right mind should ever live in See, Utah. See, that's one of the reasons why, even though I have my card, I still worry... Because, I mean, what if somebody says, you know, oh, she's got it in her house and she's got three kids and they decide, well, we want to see if her kids know anything about it. You know, I don't like actively do it in front of my kids, but my kids know it's there because I've told them do not touch this. Do not go here. Do not play with anything in this area they know behind these doors and that makes them really want to wonder what the hell you're hiding behind these doors <laughs> yeah but they also know <coughs> that there are very very vast deep consequences right they fear of the mother's wrath oh of course as any good child should I have the voice and the eye i fear my mother's <laughs> wrath still sometimes <laughs> don't tell her that though okay so well I guess, yeah. Maybe move out of Utah for a while. Yeah. So, uh, what's next? Lots has happened since last we did a show. I know. Um, I actually have a local story about MCN out of Missoula. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's uh, our buddies. Uh, Montana Caregivers Network. Oh, right. We're supposed to. We're not associated with. Right. We right. don't condone that. Right. Okay. We don't condone their actions. Not our buddies. Mm-mm. Got it. 
So, three former employees of the Montana Caregivers Network have been ordered to stop operating a medical marijuana consulting business pending a hearing scheduled for Thursday. District Judge Dusty Deschamps (laughs) on Friday granted the restraining orders sought by Jason Christ, Mm. but refused his request to dismiss a lawsuit filed by the former employees. Mm. Montana Caregivers Network operated cannabis caravans that traveled to several Montana cities. In a single day, doctors would see hundreds of people seeking recommendations for medical marijuana cards. Right. Tiffany Klang, John Phillips, and Nicole Harrington sued Chris in August, alleging he falsified some applications for medical marijuana cards, used company funds for personal expenses, and drove a company van while smoking marijuana. <gasps> Did he crash it? No. Oh. But he looked dumb doing it. I bet. It also alleges Chris created a work environment so hostile that they were forced to quit on June 18th. I believe that. Uh-huh. Could you imagine working with that guy? No. He is such a mess. He's a big <sighs> DB. I feel bad for him, kind of. I don't. Like, sometimes. Like, I once don't. in a while. You don't no. ever? No. I just think, like, maybe it's not his fault. Like, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. But then it goes away. I'm like, yeah, he's an idiot. Good. I'm glad it goes away. Right. Tiffany Kling, or no, I just said that. Um, The three men then started 406 Alternative Care Consultants. Billings attorney Chris Lindsay Mm -hmm. says the business Mm -hmm. helps medical marijuana caregivers keep track of their plant numbers as well as their other required paperwork. We're an Excel spreadsheet for your grow. Good job. I could totally do that. I should start one of those businesses. (laughs) I will count your shit and I will write it down. Over here. And then maybe later, I'll type it into a computer somewhere. And then if you ever ask me, hey, I tell you the Hey, how number. much shit do I have? Oh, hold on. Let me find that piece of paper. You have this much shit. I could totally yeah. do that. I can count. I can count really high. Good. Like, I can count really high, but then I can count, like, really high. And really, yeah, see, and having both those qualities would help I you go know. far in that. I know. Yeah. <sighs> um, Chris required employees to sign a non-disclosure agreement that applies <laughs> in a 500 mile radius Whoa. for five years from the date they leave Montana caregivers. The mis- you made people sign an NDA for working at a care. That is so... But what's with the 500 mile radius? Well, thing? you have to sign an NDA. Come here. That's like what tech companies do all the time when they have. That's. So if they go 500 miles away, can they talk about? I that? don't want you. We grow plants here, and we can't have you getting our trade secret of growing plants get out to anybody else. That's our intellectual property. That's so stupid. Why? That's like going to McDonald's and being like, do you want a job here? Well, you have to sign this NDA first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because we have good fries. If Jason Chris asked me to sign anything, I would make him eat it. <laughs> um, 
Yes. So the judge's restraining order applies to any business engaged in the same business as Montana Caregivers Network within Missoula County. You know. Owned I, or run by Clang Phillips or Harrington. I bet the judge likes that, though, because it kind of limits any other weed grow ops in that area, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just by those people? It's just by the people that signed it. Which, why would you ever do that? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Lindsay said a hearing is scheduled Thursday during which he says he will explain the difference between his client's business and the Montana Caregivers Network. He said 406 Alternative Care Consultants doesn't cater to patients, hire doctors, or make recommendations. In his response to the August lawsuit, Chris said working at the Montana Caregivers Network was far from stressful as was far from stressful as the business focuses on peace and ending suffering. To reduce stress, he wrote, the firm provided fringe benefits like massages during the workday, company meals, <laughs> gift cards, yoga, meditation, free nice. medicine, and communal activities like happy sack. Oh, this is like Google over here. Yeah. We have yoga. Chris sought dismissal of the lawsuit, calling it a hodgepodge of unsupported <laughs> assertions, Is that cool? irrelevant <laughs> platitudes, and legalistic gibberish. <laughs> I, Someone's I, been reading his thesaurus. I'm, that's yeah. good. Good. Good way of finding a different word. A hodgepodge. For a hot, yeah. Oh, jeez. In rejecting Chris' request, the judge wrote, the court finds there are numerous allegations in the complaint that may have some merit in the eyes of the jury. Mm. The end. (laughs) That's sweet. I know. So, how is he not in jail for writing fraud scripts? Again, like... Well, he's in the process of being... Going through the trial. Oh, okay. So this is just like in the meanwhile. He was charged, but he hasn't been convicted yet. That's what it is. Got it. Yes. So, do you want to talk about Arizona, Tucson, and about the four bundles of marijuana that was found near Interstate 8 this morning? See, it may actually pay to adopt a highway. Yeah. You can, you know, go out to your, your strip of I whatever, and maybe you find some bundles of weed. You don't know. Maybe. So it's a lot of highway out there to a, that needs adopted. A lot of bastard highway out there. Um, A county sheriff's deputy was on patrol when he saw a white cloth tied to a bush Along a highway and became suspicious. It was marked. It was totally marked. Here yeah. it is. And it was it was white. A white too. bandana with a marijuana leaf picture on it. Awesome. Yeah. Over, Over here. here. Hi. Which way did he go, George? Which way did he <laughs> go? Um, according to a media release from the Penal County Sheriff's Office, the deputy recognized the cloth as a signal comedy used by drug mules as a marker to pick up vehicles which transport marijuana. The deputy entered the wash and found four bundles of marijuana hidden under a Palo Verde tree. I think it's pronounced pinal. Not penal. <laughs> Just <laughs> FYI. I think. I, you may be right. It may be penal. 
I don't know. You know what? It looks like pineal. Whatever. 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 Um. <laughs> the deb. Okay. So, anyways, after walking into the desert a short distance, the deputy saw two Hispanic males mm. running south. Mm. <laughs> Where do you think they were going? <laughs> uh, which way was the border? Wait, they were going south. south? Yeah, yeah, they were making a run for the border. Taco Bell. Their Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Um, I don't ever want to have to run for the border <laughs> ever again, ever. <laughs> Once backup arrived, deputies and two U.S. Border Patrol agents were able to locate Francisco Abera Castro, 40, hiding in the bush about a mile from the bo- bundles. Abera Castro denied any knowledge of the drugs. He refused to answer questions about the incident and whether he was working for a drug cartel. What do you know about this pot? Uh, what pot? <laughs> que marijuana? No hable inglés. <laughs> They're border patrol. Like, they don't give a F. They will just shoot a Mexican, like, mm-hmm. on sight. Right? It's like that movie, right? He went chupacabra uh, and I shot him. Right. They're coming straight for us. Yep. Yep. Um, it's tough down there. South. Well, down and south. who in their right mind admits to working for a drug cartel? Honestly, do they really think someone's going to go, oh, yeah, that's what I do? Yeah, no, down they there. they won't kill me. It's totally cool. Nobody's going to show no, up and put a bullet in my head. No one's whatever. ever been killed by a drug cartel before. Yeah. Totally. Right there. Uh, yeah, you want the name of my boss? Yeah, sure. I'll take you to his house. Oh, you want me to wear the wire? I'll wear the wire. No problem. Oh, geez. That's sad. Those cartels are crazy. They do not f around. Yeah. I would be way more scared of the cartels than of the police. Uh huh. Mexican they, or U.S. domestic either. I, I anybody. I, you know what? I just don't like conflict. As I said earlier in the show, I just prefer to avoid conflict. So you know what? I'm just not going to start any drug cartels, police, people who don't vote the same way as I me. I mean, if I'm out there tending a field, I got my AK. But if I don't have to fire it, then, you know, I know well, it was yeah, a good day. Well, yeah, if you step up on my property in my space, totally <laughs> different my space. story. My no, not my. If you space. step up in myspace.com, it's a whole nother world. My bubble, right? Don't violate my bubble, and we are okay. And my bubble actually includes a house and a car and kids. You know, it's a pretty big bubble. Okay, check this out. Okay, two guys, right? Sixty-three thousand dollars they stole. From a, a businessman. Mm-hmm. They were rolling down the street and they got uh, pulled over and arrested because they used some of their money, some of their $63,000 they stole from this businessman uh, to buy a bunch of weed. Oh. And then they got busted uh, with, with the weed. They apparently pistol whipped the man. To get his bag that contained the cash. Why were you just rolling around with 63 G's? Like, were you going to go buy more cocaine? (laughs) Like, who does that? Unless you're going to go buy a car, I guess. But you usually do a check for that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. here, we'll take this imagined money and we'll 
write it on this piece of paper and then we'll give it to you and you turn it back into imagine money, right? It's a cycle. <laughs> the victim tried to fight back but hurt his finger and hip in the struggle. Uh, the thieves fled, thinking they were home free. And they, they were arrested about 40 minutes later when they were sitting in their car. Cops noticed a large amount of marijuana sticking out of their center console. Oops. I think... Some people's children... If I was going to rob somebody and I had, like, all that money, I would maybe not have it all on me. I would, like, go buy the weed and then I would... I wouldn't, like, have it all in one place, though. I'd like to think. I don't know. Maybe you just go crazy when you're like, ah, I have all this money, I'm going nuts. Yeah, probably. It would probably be much like, you know, a sugar rush. Or a cocaine binge. You right. just go crazy. So, what's happening in Nevada? Oh. There's problems so, in Nevada? Yeah, Nevada's a medical marijuana Nevada. state, right? Right. Which is awesome, right? We've talked about this, how they were like totally zero tolerance state, and then they're now they're... Right. Right. So, James Parsons still doesn't know why he and a volunteer employee spent the afternoon of September 8th in handcuffs after authorities raided his medical marijuana consulting business as well as his rented Summerlin home in a crackdown on pot dispensaries throughout the Las Vegas Valley. It was just a smash-and-grab robbery, Parsons said, while collecting the final scraps of his shuttered business. Wow. They meant shattered. They didn't touch his financial records, he said, but they took stuff that I believe they could sell at a police auction. The raids confused Parsons, a state-registered medical marijuana user who insists he never sold the drug, and they have exposed the medical marijuana advocates say is a glaring weakness in Nevada's medical marijuana law. A ban on dispensaries, which they say makes it difficult for many patients with AIDS, cancer, or other ailments to buy pot for pain relief and appetite stimulation. Their only legal alternative, grow their own marijuana with a doctor's prescription. And that raises another weakness in the state law. It says patients can possess marijuana plants, but not the seeds to grow them. Wait, the seeds are illegal? Right. Why? That's retarded. Because some guy in Nevada <laughs> decided to throw that one in there. How would you... It's an easy way for them to control things. Well, right, think? obviously. <laughs> like, plants grow from seeds. How else are you going to get you unless you clone chicken, forever? But no eggs. Yeah, that's retarded. Yeah. Then why even bother? Why? I wouldn't. Well, you can do clones. I don't think those count as seeds, but how do you start the plants? It has to start from somewhere. You just assume that from the illegal underground days, somebody somewhere has one mother plant still that's pumping along, right? Right. You hope. <laughs> you hope Maybe it's something somewhere good. Maybe. In some bunker underground in the desert. That's so silly. Like That's like such a... Such a F you to the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, n- look what we did. Nah, nah, nah. Yep. It's that little that little fine print at the very end. But then other states, like, totally just took complete advantage of the laws that they got. So I guess it, you know, lucky it, us, maybe not so lucky Nevada or yeah. Utah. 
Uh, quote, when the law was passed, we tried to have the state grow the plants and distribute the marijuana to patients, but the Nevada legislature didn't want to get involved, said Las Vegas political consultant Dan Hart. I don't want to get involved. I'm busy legislating. Yeah. Uh, I'm so busy. All this legislating, all these lunches and dinner. I'm so busy. God, what a, what a life. Um... <laughs> The simple solution advocates say is to make medical marijuana dispensaries legal in Nevada. Uh, If Parsons (laughs) gets to prove his innocence, he hasn't been charged. He would run counter to last fall's announcement by U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder, who ordered federal prosecutors to lay off medical marijuana patients who are following their state laws. But because none of the undisclosed numbers of raids has led to arrests, the acts conducted by the Drug Enforcement Administration, Metro Police, and other agencies remain shrouded in secrecy. The U.S. Attorney's Office will only say that no charges have been filed in connection with the raids and that the search warrants remain sealed. Mm. That sounds mm. weird. It's always weird when things aren't totally Total see-through like X that. Total X-Files. Hmm. Eerie Indiana. Yeah, why Why would you hide that? Well, they're just, they went in, took everything, didn't file any charges, and they're not telling anybody what happened. And everything's gone. Yeah. That stuff... That, like, costs a lot of money. Like, this is getting past the point of small claims court. I'm going to sue you for a couple plants. Like, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but they don't care. Yeah. No biggie to them, right? It's not their life. See, that would that would infuriate me even more. Rather than how it is now, and I just deal with how everything is and whatever, and that's fine. Like, if I actually took the time out of my day and went and voted... And then I still got effed, I would be so mad. I would kill people. I would be so mad. It's It's good that I just don't. It's I just better not get involved. It's frustrating when it feels like you don't have any rights. I bet. I don't know what that's like. I don't know what that's like. It's frustrating. I mean, you know, I feel bad for people like this. I try to live as carefree as possible. Yeah, but see, these people, I mean, they're trying to stay within their legal boundaries, but there's people taking advantage of it. Right. So, I mean, this has got to be even more frustrating than just not feeling like your vote counted. That happens in every industry, though. Well, yeah, pretty much, but... Like, how was that bailout money? Like, what... did, Did that do any good for anybody except the guy that got it in his pocket? Well, the problem with this industry, though, above all else, is it's federally illegal. Right. As long as that big red stamp is on it. How does that get changed? See, I would vote on that, for example. Well, if California passes it, we've got to see what happens. I mean, if other states are able to start passing it in the coming years, like medical marijuana, I mean, maybe in 10 years... We would be about, you know, 14, 15 states in with full legalization. That's so sad. It is sad, Like that it takes that long. Like we're talking steps. like generations. Baby steps. I know. That's so horrible. 
So it looks like 15 minutes ago in Oakland. Oakland apparently is ground zero. You guys have to see this picture in the live chat. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Look at the dude in the marijuana leaf. That's awesome. Uh, Oakland is ground zero for Prop 19. Trucks from all the major networks, including CNN, are parked near downtown. Uh, reporters are gathered watching a live feed projected on the side of Oaksterdam University, whose founder, Richard Lee, bankrolled the marijuana legalization measure. Meh, meh, meh. Uh, and supporters are making last-minute calls to voters and waving signs outside. The measure to legalize marijuana had been sinking in the polls as Election Day neared. The campaign supporters are hoping that young, single-issue, under-polled voters turn out and give Prop 19 the lift it needs. Come on, guys. Do we have any California listeners? You should uh, do that. See, I would vote for that. Matt says he would vote for that. So you should, too. That's how you do that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you say, I approve this message. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a politician, I think. You would make a good politician. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably get killed. So, uh, Ken Matthews, he says, I think we got it. Uh, he was the guy that's dressed as the enormous pot leaf. Of course, Ken. We got it. <laughs> uh, he traveled all the way from L.A. to be here. He says, I think the young people are going to come out. Because I'm here. I'm a big pot leaf. You guys got to come see this. It's awesome. Uh, Prop 19 would legalize marijuana, of course. Individuals could possess up to one ounce of weed and grow up to 25 square feet of marijuana. Which is kind of weird when you start not counting plants individually, but start going space-wise. Because then people find like new and creative and innovative ways to grow a bunch of weed in like a small area. Mm-hmm. Like You could do a lot with 25 square foot, right? I mean, how big yeah. is that barn out at your place? Is that, what's uh, 25 square feet? It's bigger than 25 square feet. Oh, okay. So maybe we want 50. Uh, yeah. Local cities and counties would be given the authority to regulate and tax commercial sales and grows. Oakland has staked a big piece of its economic future on the marijuana industry. They actually withdrew money from their prostitution industry and sunk all that into their marijuana industry. Good job, Oakland. Uh, And if Prop 19 doesn't pass, it could throw some legal uncertainty on plans to allow four huge marijuana growing ops in the city. I think that's awesome. (sighs) I'm tired. Are we done? Do you have anything else? Uh, just Is there anything about, else? We're at 58, and I just pulled up the CNN thing under California. Oh, is it their live feed? Well, yeah, and there's only 1% reporting so far. So a very tiny little sliver of California has reported. And what is it? Uh, 43% yes, 57% no. Ooh. That's, that's a just very 1% small, of California. That's like the dumb percent, right? Because they, they vote first, right? It's right. like boarding a plane. You let the retards and the old people first, right? Right. Can I say that? It's, it's good. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Burger says 25 square feet is okay for indoor. 
Yeah. But 2,250 square feet, that would be much better, of course. But yes, we're done. All right. Well, good luck, California. Yep. Do you think everybody thinks, like, Zach Galifianakis is just a total poser now? Do you think, like, at parties he has to pull out real pot and be like, no, for real, though, guys, I I, I know what real pot is. No, because he's always been the weirdo who doesn't do things who the normal clothes way. Who smokes clothes. No, like, and... he doesn't do things the normal way. So he's just going to play it off as some stunt, and everybody's going to go, oh, that's Zach. Ha, ha, ha. I like how they're making it, like, a big deal. Like, I was, I was reading that off of this Perez Hilton site, but here's, here's one from CBS News. They're even, like, he smoked a fake joint. Mar came out on Wolf Blitzer's show and said, if it would have been real, I would have smoked it. Like, they're making a big deal, like, ha, ha, it was fake. Like, is it really? I will go on any show and smoke. Who cares? Like, we smoke on this show, and it's real. Yeah, Real but, good. But we're not, like, rich. I would go on the Jon Stewart show when I run for office, <laughs> and I would totally blaze one. Who cares? What are they going to do? Arrest me? Who cares? <laughs> no. No, of course not. I would rather do that and face getting arrested than smoke fake shit and get called out by Bill fucking Marr. Yeah. And being labeled like a total pot poser. I guess it's better than that being sucks. called out by Larry King. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Sandy, for driving all the way over here. Thank I appreciate you. it. Uh, and we'll see you guys back here Saturday, right? Yeah. Are we doing yep. it for Saturday for yep. sure? Okay. Yep. Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. You can leave us a message. We'll play it on the show at 406-204-4687, of course. Uh, you can email us stories that you find interesting, and we'll talk about them, and we'll discuss things. And, uh, yeah, you can catch the live shows again every Tuesday and Saturday. Uh, even if you do catch the live shows, make sure you're subscribed to the feed. It's all over the site, hotboxpodcast.com. And uh, you can help us, actually, you can help us pay our server bill by sending weed to my P.O. box or going to <laughs> hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. But seriously, P.O. box 3652, Kalispell, Montana, Uh I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Thank uh, you. And we'll see you guys Saturday. Peace. Bye. If you like weed, you like this weed, is where, this is where you, you need to, need to be. be. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Hot Box Podcast.